This episode is brought to you by Fireside. Fireside is a podcast hosting and analytics platform created by podcasters for podcasters. Fireside was started by Dan Benjamin, the founder of this network, 5x5, taking everything he's learned since 2009 from making podcasts for a living and turning it into a platform for podcasters everywhere at any level of expertise. Fireside has it all. Unlimited uploads, unlimited downloads, in-depth and powerful download metrics, a super fast CDN for the best possible download speeds, multiple podcast support, free, one-click podcast importing from platforms like Libsyn, FeedPress, Simplecast, and SoundCloud, plus custom domain mapping, complimentary SSL certificates, a beautiful, responsive website with your own artwork and hosting guest pages, also tons of advanced features like sponsorship integration, chapter markers, a bookmarklet for links, auto-posting of future episodes time code linking and so so much more guys you can try fireside for free for seven days during which time you can import your existing podcast while taking advantage of every feature fireside has to offer the unlimited plan starts at just 19 dollars per month there's no commitment or long-term agreements to worry about just visit fireside.fm today take the tour find out all you can make it work also and are at the movies in the How Did You Hear About Us section to show your support for this show and shows like us. Fireside, by podcasters, for podcasters. Five by five at the movies. Five by five at the movies. We like watching movies. Now listen to the show. Hey everyone, episode 43. Woohoo! It's 43, right? I said yeah, it so many times because yeah. it's take yeah forty three. Yeah, forty three. This is take seven. <laughs> Look, we got a lot of tech problems. Yeah, we're you, working them out. Yeah, last week's uh, we're very aware that last week's episode with Mason sounded like absolute dog shit. <laughs> this one should sound a lot better. Dan's on the case. I'm on the case. He's back from Philly. Yeah. It would make sense that all the microphones break uh, the week that the sound engineer leaves. <laughs> of course. <laughs> because fuck me. But anyway, welcome back to 5x5 Five Five at the movies. Exciting. Dan, how was your trip to Philadelphia? Uh, it was fun. What did you very, bring me back? Very relaxing. I brought you good cheer. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well, it's not like I drove you to the airport seven times. It's fine. Yes. All right. Into it. Uh, f- first, uh, first segment, the mailbag. Yeah, what's in the mailbag? Uh, I got a spam Ooh. from Yolandi Franken. Okay. And Yolandi sent me spam about a, a indie movie okay. starring no one that I recognize called Tabernacle 101. Uh, it has links to the trailer, the IMDb, the Facebook, the Instagram, and the website for this indie film. Okay. Uh, I might watch it because it's the only piece of mail we got this week. All right. So there's that. <laughs> Mail us something. We'll watch it. Yeah. You're not fucking kidding. Uh, Ready for the update on the uh, reviews? Yes. We have a brand new review, Daniel. Yay! It's five stars. It came in two days ago. Hell yeah. It's from Amy Nick R. (laughs) It says, the the, the title of the review is, Hi, Dano. (laughs) And the title is, this is Dan's sister. Yes. I haven't actually listened yet, but everything Dan does is great. So, five stars. Hell yeah. Thank you, uh, Amy. Uh, is this your hot sister or your hot sister? I refuse to answer that question. Because you got two hot sisters. Um, boy, I'm... Hashi. Hashi, come on, boy. Hashi, come on. We just started the show, but you had this whole time. It's a cough loud. One more cough and you're out, bud. He knows now. Uh, anyway, for those uh, keeping track, Dan has two hot sisters. Um, 
And that's that. We have a new review from someone that won't even listen to the fucking show. <laughs> Thank uh, you, Amy, if you're listening. She's not. <laughs> we, know, we know she's not. Uh, Amy, you're real hot. Doesn't matter. Well, I, she's not listening. I told her that I wasn't on the last week's episode because I was with them in right? Philly. So she's not gonna listen. <laughs> All right, now we're into the movie news. All right. All right. Uh, number one, Jason Momoa's tap for Netflix's new revenge film called Sweet Girl. Uh, okay. It will be, he will be avenging the untimely death of his wife. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's not someone who I'd want to cross. Yeah, fair. <laughs> also, there was like a lot of weird like body shaming shit in the news with Jason Momoa. Oh, uh, yeah, he I heard took, about that. He it took like, like a break from bodybuilding every single day. Yeah. Let me say, he still looks fucking amazing. Yeah. He still looks fuckable as shit. Jason Momoa. <laughs> yeah. It's, that yeah. dude could be wearing the Thor fat suit. I'd still fuck him. <laughs> yeah. It's Jason fucking Momoa. Even his worst day is he, better than my best day by a million. with Lisa Bonet. <laughs> yeah. That's two of the most beautiful people on the planet. Yeah. Because he doesn't, he still has the muzzle, but because they're not ultra defined and dothraki, yeah, people were <laughs> yeah. giving him shit. Oh uh, yes, it's also like somebody tweeted like "nice dad bod" or some shit, and then yeah. a bunch of people jumped on it. Yeah, fuck you, dude. Yeah, Leave Jason Momoa alone. Yeah, it's hard to work out every day. I do it like once every quarter, and that's fucking <laughs> yeah. hard. <laughs> Come on, <home> miserable. <laughs> oh, I hate it. I fucking hate working out. Uh, so that's happening. Uh, and so in the ranking of revenge films, <laughs> yeah. I put him in between uh, Liam Neeson and John Wick. Yeah. Yeah. You know that's I mean? yeah. That's fair. Yeah. I like, like that I ranking. If I had to choose someone to get revenge on me, Liam Neeson, then Jason Momoa, then fuck. All right. John Wick, I'll die. Yeah. But I feel like I could survive the other two, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> that's where I'm putting <laughs> Next piece of news. Uh, Terry Crews and mm-hmm. Dave Bautista are both <laughs> speaking of very muscular men <laughs> very muscular men well there's a reason so both of them I don't even know they knew each other but apparently Terry Crews and Dave Bautista are friends oh that's awesome and they have been vying to do a Gears of War movie for a long time okay I don't know if you're familiar with the game franchise uh, vaguely it's four <laughs> games and it's like the, the main characters are like these really beefy like Warhammer style soldier mm, dudes yeah, yeah. like enhanced armor and giant weapons with chainsaws on the end of them Word. and it's just like really crass yeah uh, but like <laughs> now that I think of it like both characters do resemble Terry Crews <laughs> yeah. and Dave Bautista if they were like s- like super stout yeah like short and stubby and like <laughs> wearing like protective armor and I think that's great and the fact that there's been a Gears of War movie being trying to made forever and these two want to do it and it's yeah. not a deal that's going through it's fucking absurd yeah yeah, Everyone would go to that movie. And they're supposed to be like two of the nicest dudes ever too so it's of like that set are. would be amazing. Yeah. Fucking Hollywood listen. Yeah. Go and do it. Make this. Yeah. This, this. We finally want something. <laughs> yeah exactly. We, we finally, finally want, want a something. thing from existing IP. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do so, that with them. Yeah, Terry Crews deserves everything. Yeah. Now, let's talk about existing IP mm-hmm. and movies that nobody fucking wants. <laughs> yeah, let's. Tom and Jerry, the movie. What? We're about 40 years late on this? What? They were introduced in the 50s, so yeah. Yeah. 60 years? Good lord. Um, yeah, nobody wants, so it's going to be one of those like half CGI, half live action Kind of oh things. no! Um, people already cast. I did not know this. Were Chloe Grace Moretz and Michael Pena? Okay. And then they just added uh, Ken Jeong 
and Rob Delaney. Do you know who Rob Delaney is? Yes. I had to look it up. Who's Rob Delaney? Rob Delaney was, uh, wasn't he Peter in a How Deadpool? How the fuck do you know that? I thought I was going to blow your tits off yeah, with that yeah, information. Yeah. Um, no, because he's buddies with somebody who does a different podcast I listen to, and okay. I can't remember. Yeah, but Rob they were Delaney, real excited that their Peter bud, Rob Delaney, was in Deadpool it. from Deadpool 2 yeah. is going to be in Tom and Jerry. Yeah, I and thought he was like a one-off, one character, one movie, and we never no. see him again. Uh, apparently he like put on a bunch of weight and grew the mustache and like doesn't look like Rob Delaney usually looks in Deadpool. Oh, he just wanted to be the character yeah. of Peter. Yeah. All right. So maybe if uh, in in his uh, regular everyday form we might recognize him from something else. But right. Yeah. Uh, I'd completely that sounds fun. <laughs> unrelated note of like a mixture of CGI and live action. There is this uh, interview floating around with this girl from the E! Network, and she's interviewing Jim Carrey about Sonic the Hedgehog, and four times insists that he's the animated character, and he keeps saying, oh, I'm not animated in this one, and he's keeping his cool so well. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, he's doing such a good job, but she's just like, yeah, like, is it weird to do voiceover acting since like you're such a, like, a visual actor? And he goes... Well, I'm I, in this movie, <laughs> uh, and I just love it because wow, yeah. Like, at least watch the trailer for the thing you're interviewing the star of. Yeah, <laughs> I just thought it was funny. Anyway, if anyone from E is listening, uh, I'll do that job. Uh, yeah. for a quarter of the salary. Yeah, and way better. I mean, after I get some clout, I'm probably not going to watch anything. Let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, makingstarwars.com, which is apparently mm. a website, leaks yep. uh, some information. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, they're, they're apparently pretty uh, reputable as it comes to Star Wars leaks. Okay, good, because I've never been on there, but I went on their website. I'm like, it looks pretty legit, but you yeah. know, that could be whatever. So they say, uh, so I've had a real problem with the Sith Troopers. Yeah. Since they put them out for Star Wars. So yeah, yeah, yeah. We're nerd They're like bit. all over Comic-Con, apparently. Yeah, if you're not familiar, the next Star Wars movie is going to have these new troopers called Sith Troopers. They're all they're, red. They're all red, and the helmets look like if you mixed a uh, First Order Trooper and a Stormtrooper. Like an OG Stormtrooper, yeah. Right. And uh, apparently they are saying that they are not part of Kylo Ren's fleet. Okay. Because Kylo Ren, and the reason I have a problem is Kylo Ren's like, I don't want to do anything with the Sith, and I don't want to do anything with the Empire. We're going to start something new. And yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, and then like, why, why and go back? In fact, and- forget <laughs> the Empire. <laughs> yeah, uh, like, have, why have that character go back and have a bunch of people calling themselves right. after the Sith? Yeah. So apparently, it, there is a hidden fleet in the unknown regions Okay. That is part of Palpatine's legacy. Okay, it was like a contingency plan, like... Maybe. Yeah. Which goes against other theories, but we're not going to get into that. Yeah. Uh, but apparently, a lot of this movie has to be has him racing to that. So mm. I think that... Because in my head, I'm like, why the fuck does he even need a whole other army? The rebels have the Millennium Falcon and like 30 assholes on his ship. <laughs> yeah. But it makes me think that Hux has split off from Kylo mm. and they're both going after this fleet and whoever gets it is going to be able to uh, okay. overpower the other. That's my theory. Okay. That this movie has a lot more to do with the not the war between the rebels and the, Emp- uh, the, and the First Order, but the internal struggle of the First Order. Okay. That's my theory. Yeah. Because the rebels ain't Interesting. shit. Yeah, and that's they got, where, they where got like fucking thirty people and like half a dozen ships. And and now I'm thinking, what if these Sith troopers are all like? It's a whole religion based on Palpatine. 
And yeah. that's how we're getting him back in like hollow or like holocrons or like hollow transmissions. Yeah. And we just see like recordings of him. And so mm. these people are Sith troopers and they worship Sith. That would make a lot of sense having that would be the way to have Ian McDermott back is that right. they're recordings of yeah, him that they're following. recordings of the Emperor. Okay. That's and, my And theory. not breaking the, the Sith can't do force ghosts rule. Correct. Ah, I like it. Okay. And so they're both trying to get this fleet and take it over to overthrow the other one. I see yeah, Hux yeah, yeah. as being a really powerful, just crazed fucking person. Like, it's like, one more person throws me around with the goddamn force. <laughs> yeah. And I'm going to start blowing up planets. Uh, and <laughs> More planets. Right. Uh, apparently, <laughs> right? Uh, apparently, um, this fleet also has giant star destroyers with Death Star techs. They all have, like... Mm. Death Star dishes on the front and are able to blow up planets with each individual Death Star. Word. Which makes more sense to me. Yeah. The technology should not just keep getting bigger. It should be getting smaller. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Like how they had phones. (laughs) Quote unquote unquote, (laughs) miniature Death Star tech to blow open the Rebel base in the last one. They should just keep getting smaller. Only even in the original trilogy was like, oh, here's the Death Star. The Death Star 2, even bigger. Oh, that didn't work. Maybe we should go smaller. Yeah. (laughs) That would make me happy. Yeah. All right, moving forward, uh, with the Zombieland 2 almost coming out, Emma Stone yes. uh, did a great uh, interview where she just talks about like the culture on set mm. and how like all the actors just fucking adore each other and nice. they're all like, great friends and how it like fills them with such glee to come back to these characters. She's like, and when asked, like, will there be a three? She's like, I would like to do one every 10 years. Oh, that'd be cool. Because there's nothing like that. Yeah. She, she literally said, Woody Harrelson's going to live forever and outlive us. So there's no <laughs> yeah. worry about that. I would like to keep making these till the end of time. Oh, that'd be awesome. So what if there yeah. was just a Zombieland 3 in another 10 fucking years? Wouldn't that yeah. be great? Yeah. Instead of, instead of Star Wars doing a trilogy every 20 years, it's yeah. like, yeah, just do do, do one every 10. That would make just me really get the happy. gang back together, do a fun thing. I just thought that was really novel and really original, and I yeah. love this tone. Yeah. Emma, if you're listening, reach out. I'd love to interview. Yeah. All right. Uh, Matt Damon uh-huh. is playing Loki in the James Bond Bob reboot. Yeah. And when I told you this, I you love thought it. he met Loki from <laughs> yeah, the comic from book the movies. MCU. <laughs> because we did kind of see him do that in... Yeah, Ragnarok? Uh, Ragnarok in the beginning. He's yeah. he's the one playing Loki, Loki. in the play but when we say that Loki, Loki as Odin is putting on for the rest of the Asgardians. Yeah. When we say Loki, <laughs> we mean his dogma character. Yes. He was Loki. Was he was uh, the uh, like God, yeah the uh, Archangel of Death or yeah like God's executioner basically. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but, the so fiery sword back. and smited people. Kevin Smith was trying Smoked. to figure out a way to get him back in the movie. Jen Schwalbach, his wife's like, well, you know, just write him in as Loki. And he yeah. scoffs at the idea, like one of his own fans, and says, <laughs> yeah. but he's dead. And Jen's like, oh, it's a bummer you don't know the writer. <laughs> yeah. As a stab, saying, like, you're the writer. Uh, also, all your movies are stupid. Yeah. And you have, you know, same person playing seven <laughs> characters anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Just write him the fuck back in, you fucking moron. Yeah. He, uh, he, was, he was an angel like they're, they're immortal figure it out yeah <laughs> just do it just put him I want to see him come back as demon Loki I would like that with the yeah. little horns yeah that'd be kind of cool oh uh, be right. palling around with Ezreal yeah alright yeah. next it chapter 2 
Yeah. Has almost a three hour runtime. Oh my God. Like another movie we just saw. We'll get into, <laughs> yeah, that, we'll get into that in a minute. <laughs> uh, so yeah, it has a three hour runtime. Uh, it also has a director's cut coming, we know, as soon as oh. it's released on Blu-ray. All right. It's even longer. And it, chapter one, is going back to theaters with more footage. Oh, wow. So I think they cut flashback footage that is plot pertinent, mm. and they're re-putting it into one and re-releasing it. Interesting. So they can do double features? I guess. Or maybe they'll they'll put one back out to get the hype up for two. That'd be smart. Yeah. Uh, I, off topic, and not part of my notes, but uh, Bill Skarsgård, who plays Pennywise, the clown, mm. uh, has talked about the horror of doing that character. Yeah. And now I'm starting to think it's not a Joker curse. Maybe it's just a clown curse. Oh, okay. Because like, now he refers to Pennywise as a separate person, and mm. he's like, "I'm traumatized," and like, you know, for three months, all, even when we're done and wrapped, and I'm offset, he keeps coming to me in the middle of the night. Ugh. And I'm like, "Yeah," because that's a really dark clown uh, character. Maybe yeah. just everyone who plays any form of dark clown, yeah, is just like, Ugh. you know, cursed. Yeah. Hey, if you're a method actor, stop taking those roles. Yeah. Stop it. Uh, leave it to someone who doesn't give a shit. Leave it to someone who's there for the paycheck. As much as I love Dark Knight Joker, I'd rather have Heath Ledger back. Right. I don't Fuck. know. It's the same. All right. Uh, DC's New Gods. Yeah. Which I didn't know was happening. I think I even reported on it and forgot about it. Yeah. But uh, if you're not familiar, it's like, you know, like the... Is it um, Jack Kirby originally? Jack Kirby originally. Uh confirmed dark side will be in this movie okay uh, you know they tickled dark side balls all through batman v superman yeah uh and then justice league they keep tickling tick the mother boxes yeah, 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 and everything yeah. come from apocalypse his planet but they said yeah, all he, we got was steppenwolf <laughs> all we got was steppenwolf uh absolutely confirmed there will be dark side there will be the female furies his like okay for like yeah, yeah, yeah. Like his, devil women, his, his black order for lack yeah. of a better term, which yeah. makes me think that Granny, who's like in charge of it, will be there, and Barda, all confirmed. Word. And so I assume this movie will be about like the the war of the two planets. It's apocalypse. Mm. And I forget the name of the other planet. Yeah, something. But they're gonna fight, and it's gonna be great. Nice. All right, I'll leave oh, yeah. one piece of Marvel news this week, and that's that the Russo brothers gave an interview where if they could have any dream Keanu Reeves role, <laughs> he would be Moon Knight. Yes. Uh, and I like that. Cause I really like Moon that Knight casting. Is like, he's like, what, like a, a weird Jewish spiritual Batman that wears all white. Explain sort of, Moon Knight. Yeah, he, Explain so he's got... Um, uh, I believe they call it now uh, disso- Dissociative Identity Disorder. I got that. Um, so he has three, at least three different distinct personalities, one of which is an actor uh, named Mark Spector, who I believe is his actual, like, given birth name. Got it. Um, one of them is a film director, <laughs> and one of them is, like, a cabbie. Cool. Uh, all right. Who, and the cabbie's the one who does, like, all of the dark shit that his other two won't do. So are any of his personas his superhero persona? Or? Uh, kind of all of them. Got it. Okay. Um, and he's uh, he's basically imbued with the powers of the Egyptian moon god uh, Khonshu, okay. I believe. Um, there's a there's a really cool run going on right now with um, uh, he basically meets a guy who's his opposite who is uh, imbued with the the powers of the sun god Ra. Wow. Oh. Um, just. Kind of interesting. Um, 
but they uh, nightman. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes, very much so. That's all I can um, think of. But the uh, the the previous run, I think it was like a, a twelve issue, like planned as twelve issues run, right. um, where they went into. Uh, like sort of deeper into his uh, mental state, great. And they had different artists drawing uh, each perspective of each cool. character. It was really interesting, and they all kind of like bled into each other. And some of them like didn't quite know what was going on with the others, but some of them do. And it's like it's really interesting. Um, all I can think it's of kind is of a cool fucked up. And the day man. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But it's yeah, he's he's a pretty cool like fucked up character. Yeah. Um. That yeah, I would love Keanu to see do Keanu that. do it. Yeah. I've always just seen him as like a white suit Batman because he throws yeah. little moons like batarangs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I see him as. All yeah, right, yeah, yeah. let's get into a movie review. We literally mm-hmm. just came from seeing Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yes, we did. Uh, it is too fucking long. Oh my god, it's was too it long. like two, two forty, two forty-five runtime? You talk like about that? it. I'm gonna bring up the runtime. <clears throat> oh boy, it is. It's too much. So yeah, like uh, like you were saying when we got out of the out of the screening, um, it 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 is my least favorite of his movies. Two forty-five. Two forty-five. Yeah. yeah. Um. And there are some really good bits of the movie. Yeah, that, that you I would wait want, around for. Yeah, that I would want to watch again. But it feels like the pacing is just. I will never terrible. watch this movie again. But when the you know when you're on your Facebook and clips of movie pop up, I'll watch yeah. like the great parts because there are don't get me wrong, great parts of this. Yeah, movie, singularly amazing parts. But you're just sitting there with your thumb up your asshole waiting for them to happen. Yeah. Like, all of the long stuff that could be cut down. Like, I can see that they're they're interesting shots. They're cool character pieces. They're well acted. But it's like, let's fucking move the story forward, man. Yeah. Of of which there really isn't a story, per se. There's there's a narrative, but there's no plot. And I knew that going in. And I don't Yeah, I did not. I was was waiting for some stuff to come together that never (laughs) did. When I say it's slow, I mean, I've watched now at least three times the four-hour cut of Hateful Eight. Yeah. Didn't you watch, you watch like, the eight-part miniseries version? That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a four-part, one-hour Oh, okay. The regular run time is like three hours. So yeah. Extra. Anyway, because there's the cut, the extended cut, and then the, the really the, super extended okay, cut. Okay, that's the miniseries cut. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and I love all of it. And like, there's so much Tarantino I want more of, but this just it just didn't hit my switches. And I yeah. feel bad because so many people love this film. Like, this is a love letter to Hollywood. That's amazing. Yeah. And you kept saying, like, there's like these probably a bunch of inside shit. Yeah, I'm thinking it's a ton of like inside baseball Hollywood stuff that we just don't get. As a lot of it feels like, like how, like, uh, so the, the two main characters essentially are, uh, an actor and his stunt guy. Right. Um, like his body double, stunt double, mm-hmm. uh, and sort of their relationship. Um, and it feels like a lot of their sort of back and forth is stuff that, like, conversations that Hollywood people would have. And, right. like, side characters pop up that don't really do anything in the movie. But I feel like those are the people that everybody in Hollywood knows a guy like mm-hmm. that. And, you know, goes out to dinner with people this spe- very specific way in this, you know, specific kind of setting because either you're fancy or you don't give a fuck and you go to different places that are kind of the same idea. 
but it, like it, it's it's very I feel like it's very inside baseball right. Hollywood. So, so here's my thing. I think it's a good movie. It just was not made for me. Yeah. And it's probably good because Quentin Tarantino fans in general are mostly pieces of shit. <laughs> yeah. That like violence against women and racism. I'm not not yeah. saying that I do. Yeah. Oh but, yeah. Uh v- oh, yeah, zero yeah. N bombs. Yeah, our N bomb count the first movie, fucking zero. movie of Tarantino's I think that had, has zero N bombs in it. Uh, I'm trying to think if I mean because there's racism in Glorious Bastards, but I don't yeah. think they ever say the N bomb. But I see what you're saying. Mm. Uh, but I will say the violence against women is off the fucking charts. Yeah, it's very high. Off the fuck. And I read one article about it being very problematic. I'm like, how bad could it be? It is problematic to say the <laughs> least. There is a lot of violence against women in this movie. Some of it funny, some of it really not funny. Yeah, some of it very over the top kind of Kill Bill style. Right, which is great. Yeah. And tongue in cheek, but yeah, some of it unnecessary. Yeah. Uh, there's, I will do, oh, something else I wanted to bring up about this fucking movie. Yeah. Oh yeah, feet. Oh, lots feet. of feet. Holy shit, like, the feet. It's, it's one of Quentin Tarantino's movie trademarks right. is and he's we always know, got and it's always shots of joke. yeah shots of oh, the, the female shot. characters bare feet I really don't like feet no I really don't like I, I, I don't dislike them I don't mind them it's I just not a thing I actively dislike feet if everyone could just chop this <laughs> off and walk around in their stubs that'd be much better uh, and like yeah and like this has you know and this is a no spoiler review but there's like people putting their feet up at times that really grind my fucking gears like in cars and movie yes. theaters yeah, I'm yeah. Like, put your fucking feet down nobody wants to see this shit yeah there's one like very early on in the movies like somebody like laying in bed waking up and it's like okay at least that makes sense for the yeah. you know Did what's you happening know she has feet <laughs> yeah <laughs> have you seen these feet <laughs> yeah yeah good lord that man likes feet and, and now feet. apparently feet being covered as well because there are a ton of shots of people's shoes, boots, moccasins, just like the the what would be the the male gaze shot of like feet slow pan up, but of every character, yeah, <laughs> like male, female, whatever. There's a whole lot of shots of somebody's feet walking into a scene and then a slow pan up them and then what they're looking at. Man, I would love to watch his browser history. I don't want to go to the websites. I just want to see the shitty searches for. Yeah. It's a lot. Just scroll man. through it. This, oh. All right, that's the, that's the review of Once Upon a Time Hollywood. Here's one. Yeah, well, let's say yeah maybe see it once. Go see it. It's yeah. worth seeing. Uh, the fact that he you know shoots on 35 or 70 millimeters is great. I think it yeah. is, it's not made for me. And yeah. my sensibilities. People that all say they love it. I trust them as film lovers. Yes. Uh, yeah, they're they're getting this, something out of it that was not for This is for someone that appreciates film at a much higher degree than me. Yes. And then this kind of goes back to this story of like one time I was like uh, chatting with this girl on Tinder <laughs> and then she's like, hey, you know, it's going well. And she's like, hey, before we meet, I got to tell you some things. And I'm like, great. And she tells me about <laughs> all these weird kinks she's into. Like really, <laughs> really bizarre shit. And she's like, uh, so do you still want to meet? And I'm like, you know what? I'm flattered, but I think you're at a sexual intelligence <laughs> yeah. higher than me. Yeah. Boy, do I love a-, a good old fashioned humping grind. <laughs> you know, I, vanilla sex is just tops. Uh, <laughs> just give me a big old scoop of vanilla. And that's what this is. I feel like this is a film intelligence that is above yeah. mine. I don't have the intelligence to appreciate this movie. Yeah. 
But I like the then, jokes. Yeah, even then, yeah, there are certain things in there. Like, at one point, uh, there's just, like, a single line that just gave us both a giggle fit. You had a spit take. <laughs> you were taking a sip of water, and I saw you spit it out. <laughs> oh, almost. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, I'll give it a C plus. Yeah. Um, but a more intelligent person might rate it higher. Indeed. That's what I'm going to say about it. But you got to say it. It's worth saying. Yeah. Like, of all the bullshit that came out this year so far, and all the bullshit that's going to come out <laughs> that you can waste your fucking money on, yeah. go spend your 10 bucks to see this yeah. fucking movie. If you're, uh, if you're into, like, gorgeous shots, really well-acted scenes, oh, yeah. and there's some really clever stuff of them... Uh, like in mid scene, when somebody's thinking about a thing, and then they go to like a clip of the thing that they're thinking of. Yeah. Uh, like just really clever ways of putting in bits of story from a you know a thing that was shot in a different type of medium. Um, yeah, just really clever stuff. But all all together, yeah, C plus. Leo at his best, man. Yeah. Love that Leo DiCaprio. Yeah, he killed it in several uh specific scenes that i was thinking of yeah yeah all right so yeah go see it yeah anything else to add uh i think that's it for me all right well thank you everyone for listening to five by five the movies uh if you are so inclined please go on itunes rate us uh if you're one of dan's family members (laughs) sure i'll take it it's a pity review (laughs) review is a review is a review that means the two last reviews were both you and your sister for the record i think there was like one or two in between there was not no 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 because i went up to 151 no i'm talking written reviews not ratings Sure, there's been more ratings, but written reviews, the last two are you and your fucking sister. So, someone go on and review this that is not related to either Liz, of you. Liz, Mom, Dad. Stop it, no! Stop it, no! Who's next? I don't need to get these numbers up. Your, your mom would think my name is Kevin. Alright, uh, please shoot us an email at 5 by 5 at gmail with any questions, concerns, criticisms, or spam, apparently. Yeah, uh, we will read it. Find us on Facebook at 5 by 5 of the movies. Thank you, Dan, Benjamin, Hattie Cook, and the entire 5 by 5 network. We'll see you next week with another 5 by 5 of the movies. Roll credits. credits.